A reading from Matthew 27, 45-49. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama shavachtani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. So when I was uh, on my epic journey um, to come to know the Bible better, uh, I came across uh, Psalm 22 which when translated says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And I I think that uh, it's pretty clear that this is a psalm that describes uh, some form of crucifixion. And it's a very troubling psalm because it, it really kind of portrays through words what it is like to be nailed to a cross says, my heart has turned to wax. It has melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. Dogs surround me. A pack of villains encircle me. I mean, the hopelessness of being in that, that situation. Uh, it's unimaginable to virtually everybody that hears this podcast. We've probably seen minor uh, versions of this in our own lives. I certainly have in mine when I went through uh, a business reversal. Uh, I mean, one of the things that I remember is how alone you feel, that -hmm. you've been separated out, that you're not part of the human uh, world anymore. Uh, Mm -hmm. Your friends have abandoned you. uh, And here you're suffering great pain and you're facing death. And that's what the psalm is giving us. Uh, I was so surprised to discover that psalm when I was reading. And, uh, you know, the, the translation of, I don't have the pronunciation, Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabatani. Uh, it, it, I love to say that because uh, it has a meaning of its own. But my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And I think that's a prayer for many people. And that's why I, I bring this up. Mm. Yeah, I think what stands out to me so much in this statement is what's happening on the cross spiritually. I've heard it described this way, that on the cross, it's where God's perfect justice and God's perfect love met, Mm -hmm. neither of which is diminished. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening right here. It shows us that God is just. He's going to judge sin, but that he's also loving because he's doing this in our place. I think about uh, what John would later go on to say. I think of John often because according to the Gospels, John was the only one that showed up for the crucifixion. So he's the only disciple that actually witnessed the crucifixion in all of its horror. And as he looks up at Jesus on the cross, he describes it this way. He says, this is how we know what love is, that Christ laid his life down for us. And so that word that John uses to describe this entire scene is love, which I find so wild. 
And incredible that this disciple who was there would say, that's how I know what love is. Wow, that's a great point.